Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon just before Friday Monday morning podcast, and I'm just checking in on you. I'm just checking in on you, and I'm not even going to fucking sugarcoat it. I am losing my fucking mind today. Losing my fucking mind today. Jesus Christ. Just every fucking day. I can't, I can't, I can't take a fucking day off. I thought I had this, I, I, you know, my daughter, right? It was her birthday yesterday, right? Her fourth birthday, so I made her this uh, vanilla confetti cake. I fucked the thing up. I left the cakes in too long, you know, because she had come home with the cold, you know, I caught it from her, and then we're like, oh, fuck, do we have COVID? So we get tested for COVID, rapid test, you know, f- comes back negative, which I swear to God, I must have blown fucking two grand on those things. Um, comes back negative. Well, at least it's not that. So now I'm feeling myself. I'm getting sick, but I got to make this fucking cake. So it was like stick the cake in the oven 30 to 35 minutes. So I just set the timer on 32 and a half and I just took it out and I didn't even, ch- I should have checked. So it was not one of the most disgusting words out there, unless you're talking about a cake moist. I hate that fucking word. It was not. It was, it was, it was, I either mixed it too much or I left it in too long or a combination of both. And I bit into it. I knew it sucked. And then everybody at the birthday party told me it was good. And I knew it wasn't good. I knew it wasn't good, but I was like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and have a, uh, oh, boohoo. You guys are just saying that and ruin my daughter's birthday. So I was just like, I know they know it sucks. I'll just, I just made a mental note of what I have to do next time. So anyway. I don't know what I'm talking about. So today, you know, I was going to go fly, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not feeling good, so I'm not going to fly. So, I, you know, I just don't fly. I'm like, oh, wow, look at this, you know? That's usually a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour chunk out of my day. Leave that fucking thing wide open. And then I swear to God, the second it opens up, all the, I get all these text messages. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah, we got this fucking Zoom call, blah, 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 and all this shit. And it's just like, well, when the fuck were you going to fucking tell me that? I swear to God, you ever feel like you're in the fucking Truman Show? And it's just like an experiment. How much can it take, right? Let's pull this out. Okay, we're graphing the emotions. He seems happy. He seems happy. He's going to lay on the couch and just fucking enjoy himself. Sending the text in three, two, one. Go fuck yourself, freckles. Right? And then meanwhile, something great is happening today, but also, you know, a little inconvenient, is I have this shitty insulation um, inside my old house that is now a nice house, but I'll never make my money back unless I live to be 90 because um, I put so much money into this fucking house. Um, I had like that, that uh, the porno spray, you know? You know, you can actually roll it out and have the nice insulation or someone can just do the, the money shot with the insulation. I had that shit. So of course we also have plumbing fucking cocksucking fucking problems and they rooted the fucking pipes up into the attic and then came down into the bathroom. So the plumber stuck his head up there and he's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not sifting through this fucking New Year's Eve Times Square horse shit. You gotta vacuum it out of here, right? So I'm like, all right, so now I got these guys. They're vacuuming it out. So the game plan is they're gonna vacuum it out and then the plumber's going to come by. He's going to stick his head up there. He's going to see what the situation is. And then, and then know what he has to do. Then they're going to roll the new shit in. And he'll know where all the plumbing is and all of that stuff. Then he can just sort of roll it back. You know, like when they, they just roll in the grass on somebody's front yard there, right? So 
I'm, I end up, I'm talking to my, my lovely wife about it. All right. And it's just like, okay, so what's the deal? I go, they're going to vacuum this stuff out. He's going to look at it and then they can put the new stuff in. She goes, no, they're going to take it out and then put it back in. And then he's going to come up and look. And I'm like, what? I go, they're going to take it out and put it back in. And she goes, yeah. I go, they're going to take out the stuff we don't want and then put it back in. Aren't they going to put the new stuff in? And she goes, yeah. I go, what? You just said they're going to take it out and put it back in. I, I go, they're taking out the old stuff and then putting the new stuff in. Right? She goes, yeah, that's what I meant. And I'm like, well, that's not what you said. You said they're going to take it out and put it back in. And then I'm like, is the guy going to look in between? She's like, no, he's going to come Saturday. So I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait. They're going to take it out. <laughs> then he's going to stick his head up and look, and then they put the new shit in? She goes, no, they're going to take it out, put it back in, and then he's going to come on set. Or they're going to leave it out, and I'm just like, can, can we get on the same pronoun page, please? I, I literally stood in my foyer for fucking, I should have had a little fucking, uh, what was that little hat that fucking uh, Costello used to wear? I was just waiting for my wife to get it, take it out, then put it back in, and first base. Oh my God. It, it just, it just, I just fucking... Meanwhile, I know you're probably thinking, Bill, this isn't that big a deal. Just imagine having this conversation while there's a shop vac going, ah, in the background the entire time. So it was more like, they're going to take it out and then put, put the new stuff in. They're going to take it out. No, they're going to take it out and put it back in. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, I was standing on the stairways, and at one point, I just wanted to just jump headfirst to a sailor's dive right down to the last step and just fucking end it. So now she's going to send me the plumber's name, because now she's saying that they, they're taking it out, and they're just going to leave it out, and the fucking new shit is going to sit on my front fucking walkway, and then the guy's going to come by Saturday. I'm like, well, it, it's going to fucking rain. It, I, I, swear, I swear to fucking God, I swear to God. They're going to take it out and they're going to put it back in. Why would they take it out and put it back in? What the fuck are we doing? First base. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end of all of that, I'm the asshole. Because I think now my wife is fucking pissed at me and it's just like, I, 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 can't, I can't even get into it. And then I can't even say, I can't even state the obvious of the whole fucking situation. Because that's going too far. Because this is a fucking hilarious argument that we got into, right? Um, oh, we got in a couple fucking arguments. Yeah, we got in a couple fucking arguments. Like last night after the birthday, right? Like um, she does, She never cuts up boxes, right? She just throws them in the laundry room. And then I come by and I've, I've become like box boy. And it fucking drives me up the wall. So last night I'm feeling fucking sick. I'm trying to fight this fucking thing off. And I go into the laundry room to drop off something. And I see like, you know, a bunch of boxes from the birthday just sitting there. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I got to take out the trash. Tomorrow's trash. Yeah, what the fuck, right? So, and I see all these, just the way they were thrown in there. I took it personally. 
Like, yeah, you fucking cut him up, right? So I'm fucking, uh, rah, 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 and I'm fucking mutter. I'm a muttering, pasty, freckled, cunty son of a bitch, and I'm fucking slamming the fucking trash can, making all this fucking noise like a goddamn bear going through these things. So, of course, she comes downstairs, and she's like, what was that all about? I was going to cut him up. That, that, that's, that's what she always says. I was going to cut, just gaslight you. I was going to do it. So I just sat there and I said, okay. I, 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 I just started going, I know, I know, I know. I was going to cut him up. I said, and I took the baby out there and I was going to cut him up. I just kept going, I know, I know, I know, I know. And she goes, what, you're just being an asshole now? I go, no, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Let's just say you were going to come down and you were going to cut him up, all right? Me flipping out is about the 900 previous times when you didn't. So then she went totally Bill Clinton on me. She went full-on fucking politician. She just starts talking about, you know, this morning, we fucking, ah, no, this morning. You know, this is a great country. Remember I used to do that? Like, Bill, Bill Clinton, uh, did you just bomb that country to get uh, the story of you getting a blowjob off the front pages? And he'd be like, you know, when I grew up in Arkansas, the air was fresh, the water was clean. That is the America I want to get back to. And it's just like that. I always fucking hate the next reporter. As he goes to the next reporter, I want the next reporter to be like, hey, you know, you didn't answer that person's question. What the fucking reporters are so about? Oh, what if he answers my, my question? And I get it in the Gazette. I get the scoop. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm fucking Jimmy Olsen. And then he does it to him. And he just keeps fucking doing it. It's the craziest thing ever. I don't mean to single out Clinton, but they all fucking do it. But he, 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 he was the master. So anyways, I go, it was about those other 900 times. So she tried to spin it in to how in the morning, evidently I was a douche when I wasn't a douche. I should have had her on for this podcast. Um, you know what? I'm going to have her on the next one to the because this isn't fair that you just hear in my side of the story. She like, my daughter came in and I thought she said, dad, can I have some waffles? But she said, can you, I guess she wanted me to make them, you know? And once again, you know, she's four years old, so she doesn't, you know, once again, doesn't say it the right way sometimes. So I just, oh yeah, hey, that's great. So my wife comes in the room. Mind you, I'm getting sick, and I'm f- sitting there. I'm f- I literally drank NyQuil because we didn't have any DayQuil at like fucking 8 in the morning, <laughs> which I'll tell you, dude, that is a fucking, that puts you on the time zone on the other side of the planet, right? So then my lovely wife comes in, and she's just like, you're still laying in bed? And she had like this fucking panic. She goes, I thought you were going make to make her waffles. I, was like, I didn't say that. Then she got all like flipped out and I was just like, honey, relax. It takes me two seconds. I'll go downstairs. So then she tried with the box thing to drag that fucking bullshit of a miscommunication while I'm sitting there on NyQuil. Tell you, I've had a hell of a fucking 36 hours here. So anyway, she sits there. Oh, last night in the argument, she goes, and then I went out and I got you a bone broth soup. And I was like, no, you didn't. You postmated it. And I pay for that. And then she got mad at me going, you don't say that. Don't throw that in my fucking face. But you get to act like you went out. You didn't go out. You just moved your fucking thumbs. Unbelievable. Un-fucking believable. But I'll tell you this, though. I love her to death. I love her to death. And I, and I know how to fix all of this. 
I can fix all of this with that little cutie cake. I'm just going to take her out to lunch. That's all you got. I, I finally learned that, that women are just as simple as guys. It's just you have to go do some woman shit. You know, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking take her out. We're going to go to some fucking place that some, one of her friends recommended. Well, we can't. It's a fucking lockdown here. Whatever. I'll, I'll figure something out. We'll go. We'll eat it in the car. We'll get two straws and stick it in a drink. And you know what? And then I'll apologize for everything that I was right about. And then I, I think, you know, it's easy. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do to just fucking keep the ball moving. Keep it moving. Um, I did Mike Tyson's podcast, everybody. The great iron Mike Tyson. The most electrifying heavyweight champion that I ever saw. Um, no disrespect to Muhammad Ali. I was a little too young for his time. When I finally saw him, he fought uh, Leon Spinks. It was the first time I saw him. So he was at towards the end. Um, but as far as like seeing a fighter come on the scene and just absolutely dominate and just be must-see TV every time he fought. Uh, Mike Tyson was the guy. And uh, I got to do his uh, podcast. It was Mike Tyson and his co-host, uh, Jeremy Piven, and we had a great time. That podcast is up right now. And um, I have to tell you, there's only a couple times in my life that I have met the greatest to ever do whatever it is that they do. Uh, and that was one of those moments. And I could not believe that I, I couldn't believe when I walked in and I shook his hand, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. You know, I just couldn't believe I, I was, there was an element of that surrealness throughout the whole podcast. And he was an absolute sweetheart of a guy. And I had so much fun joking around and all that. And, uh, it's, it's up, uh, I guess where you get all podcasts. I uh, should check that out. I had a great time. All right. And with that, um, once again, my theory, by the way, that they need to shut down Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and all of these 24-hour not news channels, they need to get rid of all of these things. Okay? Like, if you watch the fucking local news versus watching those to see how differently that the news is presented. And I love the local news because they give you some sort of feel-good story at the end of it, right? They have to because they live in your city. They can't just be bumming you out the whole time and then they're going to run into you at Trader Joe's and it's just like, you fucking depressing cunt. How about a fucking story about some old lady, you know, who's still doing sit-ups in her 90s? Can you throw me a fucking olive branch, right? Those national news guys, they don't give a fuck doing the news under a mountain in some fucking state. You don't even know where it's at, right? So anyway, I go on Facebook because I'm old, right? I love Facebook. Facebook, you know, I, I keep going back and forth. Facebook, what I like about Facebook is we drove, the, all of us old people drove the youth out of it, you know? And then they all leave thinking we miss them, okay? We have politics to talk about. <laughs> Dude, and I got to tell you, go on Facebook. And if you have a nice wide variety of friends, we have people on the right and the left if you look at how the way that they were talking about Trump leaving, I had this dude that I went to high school with. He did everything but get on his knees and blow Trump. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for making the economy this. Thank you for, thank you for being a true patriot. Thank you for being the first real president. I mean, just fucking. I mean, I have seen Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee speeches 
that were less ball washing than what the fuck this guy wrote. And then I got one of my Larry liberals on the other side was talking about Trump leaving. He said, does anybody else feel that the same feeling after you take a giant dump that this guy's out of here? The fact that both of those people feel that their perception of that man is 100% right is um, what is wrong with Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. Um, And that is how big the divide is. And, uh, like, I just don't understand. Um, I don't understand why smart people are just getting drawn into that. I know I keep harping on this, but is anybody else, like, not watch those news channels? And then when you talk to somebody who watches either one or all three, they all sound fucking crazy. Did you hear what Mitch McConnell said? Oh, was fucking... <laughs> Now, I know you have to pay attention to know what's going on, I guess. I mean, how are we going to stop it? But, like, I I just don't think it's – you're listening to – you're listening to basically, like, propaganda. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, if, if if you look at how we talk about our foreign policy and then how other people talk about our foreign policy, just how completely opposite it is <clears throat> where it's just like you know we're defending freedom where we're you know yeah i give us your week give us a blah 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 and then the, uh, the people on the other side of that shit are all just going like you know you guys are fucking war criminals you pieces of shit you're the fucking devil <laughs> your country is hades you know like do you remember when uh, osama bin laden would call us infidels i remember just thinking like uh i, I I had to look up the word. It's like, Jesus Christ, this guy's perception of me and all of my friends is like, we're just a bunch of jerk-offs. And, and as far as me traveling around, I kind of learned that, you know, most people, it's so fucked up, most people are just walking around. They're trying to get a sandwich. You know, they want to feel safe. They want to find love. They want a job that they're excited to go to. That's about as deep as it goes. Like, they're not walking around plotting against other nations. That's these sociopath fucking lunatic cunts that are running for office and the money behind them. And if elected! And if elected, I would say that we go beyond. It's beyond the pale. Is that what it is? You got to go past Fox News. You got to go past CNN and MSNBC. You got to go past the Democratic candidate you got to go past the republican candidate the libertarian candidate sitting there with his mittens in his earmuffs you go past all of that walk behind that curtain and you get to the blue blood money that told us the gas combustion engine not only was a better choice was more powerful than electricity if you see what these teslas are doing to all of these loud-ass fucking gas combustion cars. The whole thing was a fucking lie. It's a hundred-year fucking lie. They actually had people believing that electricity wasn't powerful. <laughs> There's no horsepower. Dude, I got to tell you something, man. Those fucking Teslas. Okay, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Not a good-looking car. All right? The SUV one's actually pretty cool. All right. I think it's because I'm just so used to seeing a grill 
so the air can get into the radiator to help cool the antifreeze, right? It's just new, you know? Here's the, those things are fucking, like, I thought I had a fast car. You know what I mean? You got a fast car, right? Halfway decent. I didn't think it was, like, super fast, but, you know, supercharged V6, not that heavy a car, right? I put it in, uh, I put it in, when I, I, I click on the checkered flag, suspension mode and all of a sudden my blue lights become red like my car just got angry and ooh, it's ready to tear up the road dude i i can't even tell you how many times i have it in that mode and there's a there's a woman in one of those tesla suvs full of fucking kids and the light turns green and she's just gone gone one more time for effect gone yeah the whole thing was a fucking lie all right this is just my theory of someone who doesn't read doesn't watch the fucking news Okay. Doesn't know who his senators are, you know, and, 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 and cannot even have a conversation about insulation coming in and out of his house without getting confused. Okay. So take all of this with a giant grain of salt. All right. But my solution for the world's problems, I deliver this with more confidence if I was smoking a cigar than I really think I knew shit. I, we just, everybody, GM, Ford, Chrysler, Porsche, all these guys, you just switch over to electric cars, you do it in aviation, all of that shit, everything becomes fucking electric, all right? I think the air would get cleaner. I think we have enough oil in this country to fucking, you know, keep anything else that needs oil going, getting outside, oh, I am really outside my, <laughs> above my pig right here, Right? Then we don't have to be over in the Middle East. And when we leave the Middle East, they will just pick up with where the fuck they were before we got there. And considering they've been fighting for thousands and thousands of years. Now, this is the thing. I don't want people in the Middle East to be fighting. And I went over there to uh, Israel, did a show in Tel Aviv, stayed in Jaffa, and it was fucking beautiful. And I got to tell you something. The Israeli and the, the Palestinian women that were walking around, drop dead gorgeous. Me and Bartnick sitting there like, the fuck are these people fighting about? Sitting right on the Mediterranean Sea. It was one of the most beautiful, relaxed, peaceful places I'd ever been. But down there in Jerusalem, oh, Jesus, shit was flying. So you do away with the gas combustion engine, all right? You switch over to this shit. You make all religions illegal, okay? And rather than having one world bank, you just have one world religion, which is, you can believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. Okay? But you are not allowed to get annoyed by somebody else because they believe something else. Does that work? I mean, no. No, it doesn't work. That wouldn't work. You got to have the Ten Commandments. You got to have that shit. But we have laws, right? I don't fucking know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I got to tell you something. Being on Facebook like the old person that I am and watching two fucking people. I mean, this one guy, I swear to God, you would have thought he was talking about a war hero the way he was talking about Trump. And then the other guy, you know, you would have you thought like he was talking about, you know, some guy that married his sister, became an alcoholic and started beating her. And she finally got out of the relationship. I mean, that is how far apart. And what kills me is those guys could be neighbors sitting in their house, all they're doing is watching two different channels. 
I mean, that is fucking insane. That is fucking insane. Or am I insane? I don't know. But old rumbling, bumbling, stumbling Donnie Trump. I don't know. I, I, I will say that I don't understand how somebody could like be a, a Trump supporter and not think that he didn't go out like Isaiah Thomas and not even say Biden's name and not even concede none of that shit. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, how hardcore a Trump fan are you if you can't look at that and just see, say that he was kind of acting like he had on a giant diaper and a rattle, all right? And I'm not saying, you know, that Joe Biden and uh, what's-her-face there, Kamala... Are, are, are the solution. I'm not saying that either because I, I think that they're going to get us into another war. Um, I, I have no fucking idea. I don't know what's going to fucking happen, okay? But I'm done. I'm just glad. I'm glad that, like, I, I don't know what. I'm just happy that I, you know, when Trump got elected, unfortunately, I was booked on a talk show. It's a Conan show. And I was just like, it's going to be fine. What's the big fucking deal going to be? <laughs> I had no idea the shit show that was going to happen. I mean, that was fucking, that was wild. That was a fucking wild ride. I will, t- I will tell you that. Um, whatever that was, that was a fucking wild ride. And I'm, you know, the same way I was rooting for Donnie, which I still think his undoing was COVID. If the dumb bastard had just said, hey, let's all get together and work on this rather than saying, I ain't wearing a fucking mask and no one around. That is classic control freak behavior. And I actually know somebody who did that. That actually has like a medical background, did that. And this person was a total control freak, worked for themselves. And what happened was COVID fucked with this dude's sense of control. So he had to rebel. And you know what? The dumbass went out and he fucking got it like an idiot. Um, all right, let's read some fucking, um, advertising here. Um, and I'm not saying if if you get COVID, you're an idiot. I'm just saying that if you deliberately go out and not do what the fuck they say not to do, then yeah, that's stupid behavior. All right. Stitch fix, everybody. S T I T C H fix online shopping can be daunting. Oh, what website do I go to? Uh, you never know if things will fit. That's true. Returns are difficult. I'm not going to argue there. And you don't even know what store to start with. I mean, hey, hey you're preaching to the choir here, Stitch Fix. Fix. Uh, this season, let Stitch Fix do all the hard work. As the days get longer, how old is this copy? This season? What season are we in? It's not Christmas season. Is it Valentine's season? The days are not getting longer. Wait. They are getting longer. As the days get longer, you're right. I was thinking the, the nights get longer. All right. Once again, I'm wrong. You know, I'm just going to call my wife up and apologize. I'm sure I was wrong about all that shit I ranted about, but I'll tell you what. Oh, I'll tell you what. It felt good. It felt good being old Billy Wright brother for a second. Um, As the days get longer and the weather gets colder, it may be time to take a look at your winter wardrobe. If you want to make a change this season, season, Stitch Fix can help you. Choose a new new pieces you're going to love. 
if your go-to outfit in 2020 has become sweatshirts or yoga pants, guilty as charged, uh, you may be feeling like you're in a style rut. Let Stitch Fix help you feel excited about what you're wearing. Did you just look over your current cold weather wardrobe options and get a chill? It's time to ditch that old sweater and upgrade that jacket. A Stitch Fix personal stylist can help you pick new pieces that are timeless. Well, wouldn't that be great? Everything seems to be so disposable. How often do you hear timeless in advertising? Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life. And it's the easy solutions. It's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at yeah, don't meditate and work on yourself. Get a new outfit. Try on pieces at home before you keep before you buy. Keep your favorites and send back the rest. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchange, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required. Listen to what we do. You meditate, you work on yourself, but now you want to go out there and you want to catch, you know, you want to, you want to call in love, fall in love, right? Catch some broad looking at you. You got to look your best, right? You want to look like you're on, you have your own helicopter and you're on your way to Aspen. You want that snowsuit. Um, there's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box which gets credited toward pieces you keep. And there's no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and are available in the U.K. as well. Get started today at stitchfix.com MMP, and you'll get 25% off when you keep uh, everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com MMP for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix, stitchfix.com slash MMP. You know, they probably throw one pea soup sweater in there because they can't get rid of it. No, no, no. You got to keep everything in the box. Shit. Um, all right. Headspace, everyone. Headspace, man. Hey, man. Like, even in the new year, man, it's hard to start a new routine, man. But hey, man. If you're one of the 34% of Americans, man, I mean, why are there countries? Why are there borders, man? I mean, isn't that just imaginary lines made up by the man, man? Um, of Americans who made a resolution to be less stressed, Headspace is here to help. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness. I got to have my soothing voice for this. In the form of guided meditation in an easy-to-use app, Headspace meditation starts at just one minute a day. They even have a set of walking meditations so easy, so they're easy to fit. Excuse me, I made a mistake, but aren't mistakes part of life? Just breathe. Just, just let that mistake go by in your reading, Bill. Just like a shirt, you're putting it on a coat hanger like it's at a dry cleaner and it's just disappearing. And just know you're going to go back into this copy and you're just going to read it. And you're just going to feel great about it. Even if you make another mistake, you're not going to take it out on the people that you love and live with. It's just installation. What if they take out and put it back in? The same thing. Wouldn't that just be recycling? Isn't that what you're about? Okay, back to the read. <clears throat> they even have set a, a set of walking meditations so easy. Fuck. They even have set... They even have set of walk... Oh, there's a fucking letter miss. They even have a set of walking meditations so they're easy to fit into the big, 
the busiest of schedules. Headspace is proven to help you feel fucking better. Dude, I'm doing fucking Headspace. Consider yourself lucky, you fucking cocksucker. Uh, their approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. And you don't have to be a guru. Headspace is great for all levels of meditation, whether you tried it before or just a beginner who's curious or intimidated by it. Um, host to talk about their experience with Headspace. Hey, man, like before Headspace, man, I didn't say man as much as I say it now, man. Um, I love meditation. I should do it more. Okay. <laughs> you could hear it in my okay. Okay, I'll tell you. I got thunder and lightning between my ears. Okay, baby. All right. Headspace is backed by 25 published studios, studies, sorry, on its benefits. 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you or your schedule. Anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is me meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash burr. That's headspace.com slash burr for a um, free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation, man. I asked for the red salsa. They gave me the green salsa, man. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com, man, slash burr today. No, it's headspace.com slash burr, B-U-R-R, today. Get your mind right, motherfucker. All right. Okay. I think that is the podcast. I think the Bruins are playing the fucking filthy Flyers tonight. I don't know what happened to the Celtics. I thought they were playing yesterday. Let's, just, let's check the old sheds here. Celtic schedule. Celtic set tomorrow at three at four thirty. Okay, they got the seventy sixes. All right, and then the Bruins. I think we have the Flyers tonight, right? Bruins schedule. Bruins biggest problem: we ain't scoring any goals. Our defense has been fine so far. Um, not having Chara has not hurt us. Uh, today at four p.m. Today at four p.m. There we go. All right. So we got we got the Celtics today. 4 p.m. my time, 7 p.m. East Coast, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 11.30 Hawaiian time. You know, I was actually reading up about how we annexed Hawaii, um, added them to our country. They were kind of like, it's weird. They were like stuck between a rock and a hard place like Finland when they were playing between Hitler and Stalin, when they were between us and Japan. It's like, which group of people that thinks they are God's chosen one is going to absorb us, you know? <laughs> Why do I talk about shit like this? Just because I glanced at it on Wikipedia. All right, that is the podcast, everybody. Um, Godspeed. Keep watching your 24-hour news networks. I'm telling you, if you want to be happy, you want some headspace, man, watch local news. They give a shit about your sports teams. And I'm telling you, in the end, they're always good. I used to do a joke about it. In the end, they scare the shit out of you. But in the end, they show some old lady that makes her own jam. And it makes you feel, they, they bring you back. They, they let you down easy. Okay? As opposed to the Anderson Coopers, the Tucker Carlsons, that Wolf Blitzer guy. Every day, there's a situation, right? Fucking guy. It's like, you know, do you ever just take a fucking day off from scaring people? 
What do you think? They, they must be great on Halloween, you know, considering all the shit they say during the day. Can you imagine what they maybe they go the opposite way? But I would think that like how scary a fucking 24 hour news network anchor. Like, you know, you're like, hey, we're going to carve some jack-o'-lanterns. That's not fucking scary compared to the shit I'm talking about every day. Let's go fucking buy a cobra off the dark web and we'll set it loose and we got to find it. Everybody puts on a beekeeper suit. You got to try to catch the thing. That's probably what, what their fucking parties are like. All right, I've always stayed my welcome. All right. Um, have a great weekend, you cunts, and I'll check in on you on uh, Monday. No, I'll, I'll, I'll do my Monday morning podcast. I'm checking in on you right now. Now I'm confused. All right. There's going to be a little bit of music uh, by the great Andrew Themelis, and then there's going to be a half hour bonus episode of the Thursday afternoon just before Friday. Monday morning podcast from a Thursday afternoon podcast from a few years ago. All right, that is it. Check out the Mike Tyson podcast. I'll see you. What's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, January 21st, 2013. How's it going? Did you get the day off on Martin Luther King Day? Is it Martin Luther King Day? I think it is. I'm not sure. I have no fucking idea. Um, I saw it mentioned. Somebody said something about Martin Luther King on the Internet, on Facebook. And it was a white guy. So I figure white guys will only comment about Martin Luther King around Martin Luther King Day. So I'm going with that. You know, this is one of these times of year where it's fucking uh, George Washington Day and Lincoln Day. That's President's Day. That's the same day. There's, well, there's a couple of these days here where all of a sudden everybody's got a day off. And I'm suspecting that people have a day off because uh, I went over to NHL.com to see if the Bruins were playing tonight. And lo and behold, they're playing right now. One-to-one after one period. You know? And I'm like, well, who the fuck is at that game? Shouldn't everybody be at work? And I was like, wait a minute. Some white guy said something about Martha. Oh, shit. It's a fucking day off. It's a beautiful day off in the neighborhood. Um, How great is it that hockey's back? For hockey fans. I can't believe how much I missed it. Um, I actually started this podcast late because I wanted to watch the first period um, on my computer. I watched a ton of sports this weekend. I will get to the football and my Patriots losing. Um, which, dude, oh, well, fuck it, I'll get to it right now. Did I call it or did I call it? Huh? I've been telling you all year the Patriots defense stinks. And that fucking, what's his face? Taylib. Quietly, however the fuck you say his name, that guy was the glue that was holding that thing together. He was shutting down that whole side of the field. When he pulled up lame with his hamstring there, I was, 
I texted Verzi. I said, watch Joe Flacco, air quote, heat up. And that was the end of it. And uh, that's it. I don't know how many more fucking examples you need. I don't give a shit how good your quarterback is. If you don't have a fucking defense, you're going to lose. And I shut it off before I had to watch Ray Lewis cry again and thank Jesus, you know, for helping him to win this football game when Jesus does not give a shit. You know, I would never say this to Ray Lewis. I wouldn't even say it to his nostrils. (laughs) I don't know why it's the first thing I thought of. When that guy gets going, his fucking nose starts flaring. He's literally like a goddamn bull. Probably forget about one of the greatest... He's basically the the LT of uh, I wouldn't even say he's not. No one's LT. LT is LT, but whatever. He's the closest thing to LT that the AFC has ever had. But uh, when that guy gets going, man, I just you know, he's the kind of guy you would just agree to whatever the fuck he was saying. Once he fucking gets going, you know, I, I watched the thing on Ray Lewis one time. I think I've brought this up before. They did a behind the scenes, whatever, you know, beyond the lines. With, with that, that original ESPN guy, right? And they did a whole thing on fucking Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis was talking about his dad that took off on him. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. And uh, he and Ray went to the same high school his dad went to. And he always wanted his dad to show up to a game, and his dad never showed up. So he just started breaking his dad's records. And he starts getting all intense. He's like, and every record that I broke. And they're playing this fucking keyboard in the background. Just one note. Just this intense fucking one with this weird effect on it. It was the most intense thing I ever saw in my life. I, I, the, it was so fucking unreal. I actually, I went to the gym for two weeks straight. That, that's, how, that's how inspiring Ray Lewis is. Every day I'd wake up and I, you know, after like three days, you know, I start slipping back into who I really am, which is a fucking pussy who wants to lay on the couch and eat cheese doodles. But I just kept hearing his, you know, I just kept hearing, you know, Ray Lewis would go to the gym. Ray Lewis is at the fucking gym right now doing butterflies with his nostrils, you know, just flaring them out. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, I didn't stick around to watch that. Jesus does not care, you know. Or, or God or, or Yahweh, whoever the fuck you pray to. You got to think that, you know, ahead of his laundry list of dreams that he's going to make true would probably be people uh, being held captive. Uh, I think they're going to saw my head off on Al Jazeera. Uh, I, I, I make Nike fucking sneakers in a sweatshop. How about, uh, how about a cubicle God? Can you hook me up? How about, a, how about a, every other Saturday? Maybe I could only work 17 hours. I think those prayers are a little higher on the uh, on the list, you know. Then can I please win this 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 footy game? But um, anyways, I'm actually <clears throat> excited about the uh, Super Bowl. Now, I was kind of glad the Patriots lost in a way because I didn't want to see Tom Brady lose another fucking Super Bowl and listen to morons be like, "Oh, well, what was it for? And now, now what's with him?" Like you can literally like, oh, he was the shit and could win Super Bowls and what? Now he forgot how to do it. You know, I, I, I don't I can't I can't talk to people. I can't talk to people who do shit. I, and also, like, people who will be like, the Patriots, dude, they were fucking nine-and-a-half-point favorites, eight-and-a-half at game time. What the fuck, dude? What a fucking upset, right? You know, that fucking ESPN shit. Look, this is the deal. Morons. Morons in general gamble on, on football 
And when playoffs come around, playoffs, every mo- it's like the Super Bowl. Everybody who didn't even fucking watch shows up to watch that goddamn game. And it's the same thing with playoffs. These gamblers who don't watch come out of the fucking weekend warrior gamblers. They come out. They don't know shit about football. You know, they barely watch it, but they know Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Oh, are they playing? Let me put some money on them. That's why the spread is so wide. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That's what it, that, that's basically what it is. It's, it's Vegas is trying to get money on both sides of the ball. So what they have to do is because there's so many fucking rubes out there who the second they see Tom Brady and that dimple in his chin and his fucking Uggs, they're going to throw down 100 bucks on him. Basically, at that point, if the Patriots win, they're going to lose their shirts. So they got, they got to fucking expand the spread. Everybody else who's been watching all year is like, well, wait a minute. The fucking Patriots played the Ravens earlier this year, and the game was 31 to 30. We let up 30 fucking points to this team, only one by one. Why the fuck would we be nine and a half point favorites a mere four months later? You know? I don't know. Or is this hindsight is 2020? I'm just saying, but whatever. Congratulations to the Ravens. Uh, once again, your defense has got you there. And I, for one, I'm going to miss Ray Lewis, but I am not going to miss playing the fucking Ravens with that goddamn defense. I'm not. And I think you have Trent Dilfer 2.0 at quarterback. I'm not buying into this guy. I actually had a conversation with somebody, and I was like, I, I don't even, like, he goes, come on, man. He goes, he doesn't stink. He's in the top 10 in the league. I don't think he is. I think he's like 12. You know, I would put Peyton, Brady, Breeze, Aaron Rodgers. I put Matt Ryan ahead of him. And I had my voice crack when I said it. Matt Ryan. People, I would put Matt Ryan ahead of him. I'd rather have Ant. <clears throat> what the fuck is with my voice? <coughs> um, I got to go see a nutritionist. So it says here in your chart that you're experiencing phlegm and your voice is cracking on your podcast. Um, I put I put Andrew Luck. I'd rather have Andrew Luck than Joe Flacco. Who else can I throw out there to piss off some Baltimore fans? They're not going to be pissed. They're in the Super Bowl. So here we go. Harbaugh versus Harbaugh competing for daddy's attention. Who do you think is going to win? You know? I'll tell you right now. This is the only way I feel the Ravens are going to win. Okay, because uh, I, I, this is, is Jim Harbaugh, I think the only thing he has to worry about is right now he is unbelievably undernourished. Am I the only guy who's noticed the transformation in his fucking chest, his neck, his shoulders, and his face? He, he used to be fucking jacked. And I swear to God, I think that that guy is looking at X's and O's in some walk-in closet in the bowels of fucking candlestick for like 20 hours a day, and he's not eating. Because now he's wearing Dockers. He's starting to look like Bill Clinton used to look before the heart attack, where he's got those mothering hips, and he's, he's getting all fucking gaunt. Somebody's got to get that guy a steak, you know? Get him some, suck, some fucking, uh, what do you call those things? <laughs> dumbbells get him something <laughs> perfect push-up i don't know what it is he doesn't give a fuck how he dresses he's been wearing that stupid black pullover that linty thing with those dockers man he's 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 scaring me you know 
Somebody get that guy a sandwich. You'd be like, listen, I know you're driven, but for the love of God, can you fucking eat something? We're right. We're right on the cusp. Um, but, I, you know, I, I don't have any major predictions other than I think the 49ers are going to win. I think they're going to. I think that uh, I just don't. I think their defense is good enough. I don't. You know, I don't fuck. I don't know shit about the 49 49ers are weird. They play the Patriots. They put up 31 points on, on us and our shitty defense. And then they play Seattle, which I think is the, that team's the future in the NFC. If they can ha- keep everybody there. They, they got that unbelievable defense. They fucking shut them down. They play the Falcons. The Falcons are fucking scoring points like a goddamn pinball machine to start it out. So I don't know. I don't know that I have that much faith in those guys as much as I did a few months ago. But I do know this. I don't think anybody listening really gives a fuck. Good Lord, am I turning into one of those analysts? I'll tell you, if I'm the fucking 49ers defense, I got to be thinking. Um, oh, here's one. Did you guys watch uh, Did you guys watch the Lance Armstrong, Oprah Winfrey in-depth interview? Hang on one second. Let me, let me do a little advertising before I get into that because that's going to be a fucking long one. Uh, what do we got here, everybody? Legal Zoom. Legal Zoom's back on the podcast. An old friend comes back. Coming here to help you once again. Um, anyways, you know what to, you need to accomplish at the start of this year? Huh? Have you been sitting around? Oh, wait, that's a statement. You know what you need to accomplish at the start of this new year. Sorry, this is new copy. You need to think about legal protection for your family and business. Uh, but where do you turn for affordable legal solutions you can trust? LegalZoom.com. With an A rating from the Better Business Bureau. That's huge, by the way. If you get the A rating from the Better Business Bureau, you know, especially if you're going to do something as important as uh, protecting your family and you're going to do it online, you know, you don't want to go to scumbag.com, all right? With an A rating for, from the Better Business Bureau, LegalZoom has been helping families and businesses get personalized legal protection for the past 12 years. Huh? They've been in business 12 years. And they're still getting an A, which means they've been treating people right. Whether you need to incorporate your business from an LLC or protect your family with a will or a living trust, all LegalZoom documents are state-specific, and their step-by-step process makes it simple. And with LegalZoom, you can even access an extensive network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. Uh, LegalZoom is not a law firm. You can get self-help services at your specific direction, or you can speak to a legal legal plan attorney Sorry, to get your questions answered and get ongoing advice. Before another year passes, passes you by, cross a couple things off your New Year's checklist today at LegalZoom.com and save a pile of money while doing it. Enter Burr, B-U-R-R, in the referral box and check out for even more savings at LegalZoom.com. Good Lord. Is that just literally directed at me? I got to do all of that stuff. I got to get a will, you know. I got to make sure all my ducks are in a row here, considering I fly every other weekend. Did you see that friggin' story where they, they had to ground that airplane? They had a problem with the battery. Had the problem with the battery, you know, like your car, except it's a fucking plane. You know? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. All right, let's get back to Lance Armstrong. So Oprah had an in-depth interview with Lance Armstrong it was a dumbest sh- It was actually fucking hilarious. I was watching it with the lovely Nia. And uh, I was just laughing my ass off. It was it was phenomenal. Like she's sitting there going like, um, 
So were you were you basically injecting, you know, fucking horse jizz steroids into you for every race? And he's like, yes. Yes, I was. For all tours, he's like, yes, I was. She's like, did you consider it cheating? And he's like, uh, at the time, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's like, of course he didn't. You know what pissed me off about Lance? I guess it was kind of a good move on his part that he didn't go like, Oprah, did you do any research into this sport? Did you notice the top 20 guys were all fucking doing this shit too? You got to fight fire with fire. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight. If everybody else is jacked up, I got to be jacked up too, for fuck's sakes. The worst thing, though, I, didn't, I actually liked the Oprah in- interview, and it was kind of funny watching her be dumbfounded by this guy's complete lack of... Uh, you know, just not giving a shit when he was cheating. Um, and then the whole thing was funny to me because, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Oprah used to interview fucking midgets who want to fuck their mailman's brother, you know? So I don't know. I feel like she kind of cheated her way up too, didn't she? Didn't you kind of host a carnival show to get where you were at? And then, then all of a sudden you went like, wait a minute, I've been doing some soul searching. <coughs> That's completely not the same thing. I just like making fun of Oprah. So... um Anyways, they do the whole interview, and then uh, they go on uh, ESPN. This, this was like ESPN this week was just a total male hissy fit. You know, that stupid Notre Dame story. Have you ever seen more of a non-fucking story in your life? Why do I give a shit about that? He didn't lie to me. I don't even care if he knew it was a made-up person and he wanted more attention. I think that's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious to me. And if he got away with it, good for him. I don't give a fuck. Why do, why do I give a shit? If anybody, for the love of God, for like four or five days. So this is, it takes, today it takes another bizarre turn. I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I so don't give a fuck. I don't even have anything funny to say about it. You know, it's funny that Nia finally wanted to pay attention to ESPN. And uh, what I ended up doing was, because I, I couldn't listen to it for more than a minute, I just hit record on SportsCenter. For the first time ever, I recorded SportsCenter for her. And I had to turn the channel because I don't give a shit about a football player's love life. You know? Nobody died. Right? Nobody got killed. There was no nobody, you know? You would have thought a double murder happened. I don't know. So anyway, so I'm watching fucking Rick Riley. Rick Riley's talking about Lance Armstrong. And I guess Rick Riley was backing Lance. And he was just having this hissy fit about his reputation because he backed Lance Armstrong. Like anybody gives a flying fuck about Rick Riley. And when Lance Armstrong, when he finally, you know, came out that he did it, did anybody go like, oh, my God. Now what happens to Rick Riley? Like he made that whole fucking thing about himself. You know, he made, he said, he made me look like a fool. I was typing things supporting him. Rick, relax. Nobody's blaming you. Nobody gives a flying fuck. This, this really isn't on you. This is about Lance. This isn't about you. Okay. So why don't you uh, just close your laptop, fucking relax. Like he felt betrayed. It's like, Rick, what are you, fucking special? He lied to the whole world. He's not going to lie to you. 
Like, hey, Rick, listen, I know I just went on national television and said that I, uh, I, I don't cheat in those races, but I, I, I actually am cheating. Uh, I've cheated every race, and I plan to continue cheating in the future. And now that you know that, um, I have to kill you. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I was really hoping for more on all both of those subjects. <clears throat> I would was hoping that I was going to have something a little more funnier. You know what it is? I just, I'm worn out. I don't give a, f- I, I'm just, I watched that fucking game yesterday and we lost and Nia was going to go see Lady Gaga last night and at the last second her friend bailed. Actually the day before her friend bailed. So she goes, do you want to go? Would you go with me? And I was just like, yeah, I'll fucking go to that. I'll go to it. You know, I'm a comedian. I need to know what the fuck's going on in pop culture. I will go to this stuff. I will go to this thing. And she goes, do you realize how funny it's going to be if somebody who listens to your podcast is at that thing and sees you at that? And I said, yeah, it's going to be fucking hilarious. So I went down there, get ready to see, you know. No, let's let's tell this in chronological order. I'm watching the Patriots game. over a buddy of mine's house, and I'm just pounding beers. I don't know why. I bought a 12-pack. They were set up, and I just felt like I had to knock them all down. And I think I think I had at least seven of them, if not eight. Somebody else was digging into them, too. I can't fucking remember. You know, one of those things where you're not really totally hammered, but you forget your sunglasses. You know, like that kind of level drunk. <laughs> so <laughs> now I got to race home. And, uh, you know, I shut myself off in the third quarter, just like I'm at the game. And I just start drinking waters and eating fucking chicken wings and shit. And uh, sober up, jump in the car, drive home, put on a shirt. No, wait, no, we took a cab. That's right. We ended up taking a cab over to Staples Center. And we missed the opening act, which I'm like bonus because I know I'm not going to like them. And we come fucking walking into the Staples Center and right as the show starts, and Lady Gaga comes out of a fake castle on a horse and starts walking around the arena. You know, they do that big thing now where they got like the big fucking half a semicircle loop with a bunch of fucking raven kids in the middle of it. And um, that's what started it off. And then she sang one of her songs. And then, uh, then she went back into the castle. And then all of a sudden, it looked like it was a turkey with its legs spread. And uh, she came out of the vagina of that, unzipped it, and came out of that, you know. And then sang another fucking song. You know, a bunch of shredded gay guys, all five, six, seven, eight, all at the same fucking time. And then she just starts spewing this fucking self-help whore shit. You know? Doing that stupid dramatic pause to milk the crowd. She's just like, you know... It's great to be here tonight, Los Angeles. And he's like, Wah! she's just like, I got a message out there for anyone who's ever felt different. If you feel different, know that blah, 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 blah. And all this fucking bullshit about being different. It was literally like, it was like gay spinal tap. And it was honestly, it was a terrible fucking show. Terrible show. The fucking dancing was terrible. She can sing, but she stinks at dancing. She's on a fucking horse. She comes out of a vagina. How many times has that been done? Why'd you come out of the vagina, Lady Gaga? Let me guess. This album was a rebirth for you. 
you fucking hack ripping off Madonna right and left. First of all, she's got that one song that I, I don't know what Madonna song is. I never know. I, and whenever I hear it, I start singing the other Madonna song. She, she's ripping off Madonna right down. She had a black Jesus. And the crowd's eating it up. And, I'll, and I, at first I'm like, you got to be fucking. She's doing the black Jesus thing. Like a prayer. Am I the only guy? And I looked around. I was like, oh, my God, I'm old. I'm old. I'm fucking old. And I'm sitting there. And all I want to do is just start trashing. I want to start heckling, which I did a couple of times. And Nia just gave me the look. And I was like, I'm, I, I can't ruin this for her. She was going to go here with somebody else who was going to be waving glow sticks. And I agreed to come here. I can't be a cunt. So um, I'm not going to lie to you. I sat down after the f- first fucking song. And uh, it was really difficult to listen to. It was really fucking annoying. Way more annoying than I thought it was going to be. I, th- I thought it was going to be all right, you know. Still going to be on some level. I'll appreciate it. This is pop shit. I can try to come here and enjoy this shit. And it, was, it just really wasn't a good show. <laughs> I can't fucking... Oh, with the stupid dramatic pauses. Why do singers always have to look up in the air halfway through a sentence and just get another applause break? I saw a band the other night in this little fucking club and the guy was doing that. He was like, you know, this is the first time. Then he looks up at the ceiling and it's just dead silence. And then the crowd always gives in to the fucking silence. I don't know if they feel uncomfortable with it and they just feel they have to fill it up by going, woo! Then the guy finishes the sentence that we've been in Los Angeles in three years. It's like, why couldn't you just complete that sentence? Why couldn't you just go, hey, you know, this is the first time we've been in Los Angeles for, for like three years. And we're happy to be back because you guys are great fans. You, you could do that in like fucking, what was that? How long did it take me to say that? 3.5 seconds? It takes them like 30 seconds. Los Angeles is a city. That's on the west coast of this country. And you know. (coughs) Oh, it's fucking horrible. So anyways, Lady Gaga's on stage. I can't believe I have this fucking story. I feel like I dreamed it. Um, She just goes, you know, she finishes another one of her fucking horseshit songs. I think at that point she was like dry humping a yak to protest uh, uh, some sort of Middle Eastern thing. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And by the way, her drummer was the shit. And I really would have enjoyed watching him, but he appeared to be in the dungeon section inside the fucking castle. Because God forbid there's somebody else out on the fucking stage taken away from your fucking horse shit. Oh, my God. And then she had she had two plants in the crowd. Two clear fucking plants. She calls some fucking young gay kid on the crowd and tells him it's okay. And the kid starts fucking. It's like, how did you get his number? When did you get his number? How did they have him mic'd up? How can I hear this guy clear his fucking day talking into a fucking cell phone that's going through the roof of the Staples Center to outer space back down to the fucking, through the roof again to Lady Gaga who's got drapes around her fucking head, right? Crowd's eating it up. Like, oh my God, she's a saint. Look at her reaching out, right? And then the worst part was she, she's sitting there dancing around. And she's only a little bit better dancer than I am. And I'm fucking horrific. So she's up there. Um, 
And then she goes, where's that guy with the green hair in the crowd? Get up on the stage, you know, because she's so down to earth. And the dude, the green haired dude gets up on the fucking stage, shirtless, shredded. Right. So right there, you know, it's a plant. Although there were a lot of gay guys there. Gay guys are always fucking shredded. So I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. So the shirtless fucking shredded dude with the green hair gets on, runs up the runway, doing his best to act like he's shocked. And then they go into this fucking dance routine and this dude knows every fucking move right down to when to leave with the other dancers and walk into the castle. It's like, why is he going into the castle? I thought he was just some random guy you pulled out of the fucking crowd. Shouldn't he go back to his goddamn seat? How much of a grumpy cunt am I that I'm really ripping this shit apart? It was fucking, I, 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 I got to tell you, I was really, uh, I was really disappointed. I felt like I put myself in the, in the headspace where I could enjoy this. I was already seven beers in. I grabbed a little bit of McDonald's on the way in. I had a quarter pound with cheese and some French fries. I'm like, all right, let's see, uh, let's see this fucking, let's see this. I know she can sing, so it should be halfway decent. And it just was, uh, ending the songs and then just sitting there with fucking every time drapes around her face. It's like, when are you just going to accept your nose? We get it. You don't like your nose, but you're afraid to get a nose job because you think it's going to change the sound of your voice. Just when are you get? You're sitting there telling all these young gay kids <clears throat> it's okay that they're different. And here it is. You can't even accept your face walking around like that chick from the ring. Your hair all in your goddamn face. <laughs> so fucking awful. And finish it every song. And then she just sit there all wrapped in drapes. And then being all like <sighs> breathing into the mic, which was super fucking annoying. And then she was like. I hope you guys are having a good time tonight. Because if you're not, I don't give a fuck. I said, I don't give a fuck, 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 fuck. And the whole crowd goes nuts. And then she proceeds to give a fucking speech about how much she doesn't give a fuck. Goes over to another shredded gay guy fucking backup dancer. You know, hey, fucking soliloquy. Do you do you give a fuck? He's like, I don't give a fuck either, 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 either. <laughs> I think that's when I heckled. And I got my first dirty look from there. Because it's literally like, you know, if you don't give a fuck, get on with the not giving a fuck. Why would you stop and give a speech? You know, that's something I've learned in life is if you don't give a fuck, you just, you 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 don't say you don't give a fuck. If you don't give a fuck, other people, they recognize it and they say it for you. Hey, dude, you know, you know that kid, uh, you know that kid, Mike? Yeah, yeah, dude, that kid, he doesn't give a fuck. Seriously, that kid. And then you tell the fucking story. But Mike isn't walking around going, you know, telling everybody that he doesn't give a fuck. She clearly gives a fuck. She gives a fuck how she looks. I don't think she likes the way she looks. And I think that that's why she's fucking walking around with an Afghan or fucking, I don't know what you call it, upholstery all over her fucking face. I don't know. Whatever. Well, should I just enjoy the, 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 I don't know, the, the fucking, I don't know what. I was really, I mean, as dumb as this sounds, I went there with some sort of expectations. And I just, you know, I thought the drummer was the best part of the fucking show. And he was, he was in a castle and I couldn't fucking see him. Granted, his, his drumsticks were lit up. So I could see some of the shit that he was doing, but uh, 
I don't know. And then there was some sort of, there was some sort of story going on. I felt like they were like workshopping a musical and they didn't really have the full story. They just kept being this face that would glow up and it was Lady Gaga's and she would just be speaking monotone like she was some sort of zombie, which I guess was supposed to give it some sort of depth. Can you guys believe that somebody 44, going to be 45, is wasting this much time talking about how I was disappointed at a Lady Gaga concert as if that fucking show in any shape or form was designed to appeal to some fucking redheaded cunt like me, you know? Whatever, I, I had to get that out because there's a chance Nia might be coming down to the podcast. And, and I did a real good job not taking the piss out of that show when I was there and, and not ruining it for her. But uh, anyways, <laughs> fucking, it was really bad. You know what I mean? Even Madonna concerts back in the fucking day. Oh, that was another thing that she fucking said. She was going like, you know, when I started out, 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 <sighs> dramatic pause. People didn't think that I could bring the underground gay scene to the mainstream. You know, it's like, why are you ignoring Madonna? Didn't Madonna do that like 20 years ago? Didn't the village people kind of start it? You know, what's funny about like it was so it was that shit was so fucking underground in, in the 70s, right into the 80s. That morons like me didn't know that like half the people you were listening to were gay. You had no, even though like you'd be listening to a band called Queen and the guy's prancing around in his, in fucking, I don't know what the diapers, adult diapers. I don't know what he was doing. Walking around barefoot. You still like the music was, you didn't, you still didn't know. I watched the other day. I was watching this Judas Priest concert, uh, I forget where the fuck they were. It was like in the early, early 80s. And Rob Halford is coming out like in like literally <laughs> fucking like SN, this S&M outfit. And you had no fucking idea. Um, I don't know. There's like 20 guys like that. It was still underground. But like that Madonna shit when she did all that Vogan crap. That was like 20, almost 25 years at this point. So I don't know. I think that's just what it is. I think I'm just an old fucking guy. And I imagine when I was watching whatever the fuck I was watching, they were all going, dude, Zeppelin did this like 15 years ago as I'm sitting there freaking out watching a band called Cinderella. <laughs> I think that was the point of it. No offense to Lady Gaga fans. I think I just realized how fucking old I was. All right. <clears throat> and I just watched my team lose. Okay, stamps.com, everybody. Uh, intro. <clears throat> I'm not supposed to read intro part. Um, if you haven't heard yet, postage rates are changing again. You know what that means? The post office will be even more crowded than usual. Yeah, because a bunch of old people running down there to get their stamps because the bankers stole their 401k. Okay, that's the real story behind this advertising. Um, stamps.com. That's why I use stamps.com. Um, to send out all my DVDs each and every week. By the way, the hard copy of You People of All the Same is uh, going to be coming out soon, and I will be selling that at the end of all my live shows and eventually on my website. And how will I get those DVDs to my shows? Well, I'll be using stamps.com, dog, on it. Um, why? Because I can buy and print official U.S. postage right from my desk using my own computer and printer. Stamps.com always updates the postage rates for you automatically. And unlike those postage meters companies, Stamps.com never charges a fee to do it. 
So with Stamps.com, you will always get the exact postage you need for any letter or package the instant you need it. You'll never have to go to the post office again. Um, I got to tell you, it's a dream. It's a dream to not have to do that. Uh, I've been using Stamps.com for the last, uh, let's say, when the hell did I start doing this? A little over a year? Or maybe right about a year. Anyways, it's been easy. It's totally convenient. I love it. I can be in my sweatpants and my bare feetsies and send out my DVDs. Uh, right now, I have a special offer for you when you use my last name, Burr. B-U-R-R, no risk trial, plus a $110 bonus, including a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Right now, before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Burr. Uh, that's Stamps.com. Enter Burr. B-U-R-R. Um, all right. Sad news this week um, on the podcast. Uh, the great Earl Weaver. Earl Weaver. Ooh, Earl Weaver. He, I'm sorry, he passed away uh, this week, and uh, he was one of my favorites. He's a throwback coach. Uh, we got a great clip of him. Um. <laughs> he, he's, there's two great clips of him. I, I got to find the other one. Was he it, – it, the first one is when he comes out and he's arguing. I believe it's a buck, and he's yelling at that umpire, and he goes, you know what? You are out here for one goddamn reason, and the umpire is hilarious. He goes, why is that, Earl? And he goes, to fuck us. He's like, ah, that's a bunch of bull. That is, that's true. You came out here to fuck us. And you know what's great is the umpire – it's just so sick of Earl Weaver. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, because Earl Weaver, like, threatens him. He goes, ah, Earl, you're not going to knock anybody on your ass. He goes, what are you going to do, fuck up another World Series? <laughs> I think he was making reference to the fact they were up three games to one against the Pirates. I was too young. I don't know if Earl made some bad calls with the um, – you know, the pitchers he put in or whatever. I think it was more the Pirates. It was just their destiny to win that year. But uh, the umpire literally says, to do what, Earl? Fuck up another World Series? And he said, what? And Earl goes, I've won more than I've lost. And the umpire's like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. And Earl goes, I'm talking about games. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. So the umpire's basically calling him out going, you lost more World Series that you managed and then you won. And Earl goes with the technicality. Yeah, but I won more World Series games. It's fucking hilarious. Um, the, you know, I really hope, I just don't think that there's going to be another guy like him this day and age would like to, to actually get audio back then was so rare where nowadays I just feel like, um, I don't know. They just don't go off the way they used to. They were just some great ones. And he was, he was the best of the best. I would say Earl Weaver, as far as yelling at an umpire might've been the Jordan or or the Bobby Knight, I would say of uh, I Bobby Knight always came off like a baby to me, you know, like throwing chairs, like a little kid throwing his toys and stuff. He always came off like a baby to me, and a phony tough guy. Earl Weaver, Earl Weaver to me just kind of came off like uh, just like a he was just like a fucking badger, you know, a w little Wolverine or something like that. I don't know. There was just something fucking because he was this little guy. The greatest thing about this clip is I think he walks away like four times. And every time he stops and walks back, the crowd goes even crazier. 
And it was almost like watching Hulk Hogan like milking a crowd right before he rips his shirt off. It's just, I don't know. Any, it's another thing that makes me feel old. Um, the late, great Earl Weaver passes away. So, anyways, hey, let's check in on the brew and see how they're doing here. Um, I love this, by the way. This is free advertising. It's still one-to-one in the second period. I love this, by the way, when you can fucking uh, – you can watch the games. You get the package on the computer because I'm on the – I got a big tour coming up, everybody. I'm really excited about this, and um, I'm playing all these unbelievable venues – and uh, I don't know. I get amped up for this like fu- like if I was playing sports, you know, going to all these places and just wanting to make sure, you know, you give people their money's worth. Um, I'm going to be at the Wilbur Theater. The Wilbur. Um, February 21st, 22nd, and I believe the 23rd, right? The Patrice O'Neill benefit is February 19th. Thursday's the 21st. Yeah, February 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Two shows a night. Um, oh, and I don't know if there's tickets still available, but I'm, I'm doing two benefits next week on the Patrice O'Neill one is sold out. There is a chance that some tickets at the last second might be made available depending on, uh, we got to make sure all family and friends get their tickets. Um, we set aside some, so, uh, there might be some extra ones. I'll give you guys the heads up on Twitter. Um, but on Monday, the 18th, I'm doing a benefit for a good friend of mine, uh, Vinnie Mark whose uh, wife is uh, battling cancer, and uh, I'm doing it at the Bananas Hasbrook Heights. I know tickets are on sale for that one. I think that one one might have sold out too. But uh, just in case there are some tickets,
I anything. stood up for the first song. By the second song, I was sitting down, and I was like, I don't care. And it doesn't I, matter if you're sitting down. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to. I don't. Back up. At one point, I was texting with a friend of mine about the game, and you said, "Who are you texting?" The longest text I've ever seen. Okay. I did enjoy it. You shouldn't have gone. All right. Well, fuck it then. I tried. I tried. I tried. You tried I and tried. you failed <laughs> miserably. I thought you were having a good time. I was having a good time, but you know, there were moments where I was just like, you know, yeah, you know something. What? You should have listened to your instincts. I should have. You know something? People listen to this podcast know better than to go to a Lady Gaga concert with me. They know fucking better than that. <laughs> I know. I okay. know. Okay. Yeah. I did. You know, those tickets were not fucking cheap. They were not. There. And I put some fucking. Of, of her self-help. Comes about gay guys. This is on his fucking head. The other one with the what are you silver about? hair. <laughs> it's not underground anymore. <laughs> you try to describe things that you don't know the names of. It's just next top model. Fantastic. America's next top model. America's next top model. There you that go. fucking guy there who who like you know the Miss son. J. Yeah, that dude. And Mr. J. Mr. Okay. J has Let me the highlighted something. hair. If that fucking guy was on TV when I was growing up, they, it, they would have been fucking like, oh, like they, they, they would have been like, what the? They couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. If he was just like, uh, like, or if there was anybody openly gay when I was growing up, like, it's, it's over. Nobody gives a fuck anymore, and they shouldn't. Okay? It, it's like, uh, I, I can't explain. I can't explain. Like, for her to claim that, like, what I watched last night, all right? In no way. I guess if she was in Nebraska, that would be shocking. But I watched that shit, and none of it was shocking to me. And I was just sort of looking at it going like, she's fucking ripping Madonna off brutally. Yeah, but when she came in on that black horse, though, that was like, I had I stopped in my tracks. We hadn't even gone to our seats yet. And I was like, what? Oh, See, I got that was something. amazing. And this is why, no, this don't is, admit anything, because I really don't want to hear anything that's going to continue to disappoint me. No, this me is actually making fun you. of me. This is going to make fun of me, though. <laughs> yeah. I was so drunk at that point. Mm-hmm. When I brought up the horse on the podcast, there was part of me going, now, was that a horse or is that two people in the horse <laughs> You know, where you hang under the guy's waist and then you walk in, you know, the what? horse costume. You know, oh. the horse costume back like in the Like somebody's the ass and somebody's the front? Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't know if it was two guys on like stilts. No, it was an actual horse. It was an actual horse. It's a beautiful horse. Poor fucking horse. I know. It's on the road. It's fucking, <laughs> a smack habit. That horse is going everywhere <laughs> with them. Maybe it's a different horse in every city. Like they planned it out, and she was like, "I need to have a black stallion." All right, so no. make sure everywhere we're no, going. No, because you now have, they brought that horse. Huh? You have to have a horse that isn't going to freak out with a bunch of shirtless people gyrating all over oh my the God. place. What about the girl who's just completely naked? And she oh, goes, in the crowd. She goes, "Give it up for that girl. naked mermaid." 
And then they just show this girl. Just- and then, wait, wait, and Gaga said, are you over 18? And she was okay, good. All right. <laughs> she had her tits out. Yeah, that was funny. And I <laughs> laughed. That was funny. I laughed. No. Yeah, I swear to God, in my heart of hearts, I came there to be entertained. And you know what? I believe you because I know you. I believe that you... The, of course, the only reason why you, you, Bill Burr, would ever go to a Lady Gaga concert <laughs> is because you love me. I know that. Because there is no way in hell you would ever do that for anyone else. Never. No, and she can sing. That's so what I, I like. She, yeah. she, she, she can sang, sing. She can sing live. The she drummer was the shit. He was. I oh, had my God. Positive. That drummer was awesome. Yeah. Too bad he was in the dungeon. You couldn't even sing. <laughs> I know. That guy was fucking no, awesome. I get it. I know you have good intentions, but that's that's my point, though. You, I, as someone who is in a relationship and has known you for a long time, like I need to understand your limitations. And as much as you might have good, you intentions, like how she says that everybody like I have some sort of special needs. You do have special needs. You are my special needs child. <laughs> <laughs> you right. have good intentions, you know, but I you think have your limits, and I need to recognize that in you and be like, oh, he can't go to this because he won't. You won't know how to act. So it's fine. But I appreciate you. You got Look, the tickets I, I, from me. I, I, will go, I, will, I will go to that shit again Thank next time. You. I will be stone fucking sober. <laughs> and I won't yell out Jesus fucking Christ. I, I wish I knew what the fuck she said when she said it. And I swear to God, it would have been I, – I, I, be, I would be vindicated. I just don't have that evidence because I don't remember it. Okay. Well, whatever. All right, whatever. That's the podcast for this week. Okay. Wait, can we talk about my podcast? Huh? Yeah. What about your podcast? Whatever. Now you're just gonna shit all over me. It's gonna be more of an extension of this, except I won't be there to defend myself. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfect. I'll, I'm doing. And I'll it. be listening to I'm it. I'm doing it for the ladies. I'll be. <laughs> I'll be listening and the, to and it. And No, I'm. I'm not. I'm really trying not to do like the female Bill Burr. That's not what I'm going for. You shouldn't. Um, well, this is what you well, do. Well, I can't here. do this. This is you know, you know this is how you start it's a fucking like, podcast. You. What you do is just do a ten minute one, do a fifteen minute one. You just build it up, and you just naturally figure out which way it's going to go. Right. And that's what you do. And then you know there'll be people from this podcast that will go over there, and then then there'll be people from this podcast. Well, it's too much like this. I'm not into that. So some of them won't. But other people, you're pulling you're pulling your own crap. I have to be like Lady Gaga and not have any fucks to give. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> But I like you, that part of it because all this week I've been dealing with a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, yeah, you really can't give a fuck sometimes. So that was my takeaway from it. I had an awesome time at that concert. Thank you for getting tickets. I really appreciate it. It was so much fun. You know how much it meant to me. Okay. But when her next album comes out and I go to the next show because I plan on going to the next show because I had that much fun, you are not coming. Okay? And I'll take care of it on my own. I'll find somebody else. And you're, you're, you're saying you're time. saying this to me like there's going to be a debate, and you are not allowed to go to Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, no I feel like a douche. I'm a, almost a 45 year old guy. And I'm sitting there shitting on a, a goddamn pop star. Good for her. God bless you. She's selling at the fucking Staples Center when there's no music industry anymore. It's an amazing accomplishment that she did it. And yeah, she's not trying to appeal to some guy. A 45-year-old guy who just drank eight Budweiser's <laughs> watching well, the watching AFC Championship game. Yeah. You are not G-Bill. exactly. Was, was, was the show not in your wheelhouse? <laughs> wow, what an edgy comedian. Who are you going to attack next week? The Whatever that new boy band is that did the Drew Brees commercial, right? Well, That's anyway. Anyways. Uh, I, I really hope everyone listening. I put it on Twitter and stuff, but like I'm starting the Bitch Please podcast soon. Just giving you and yeah, thank you. And email me questions. I'm making it an advice show. Can you stop doing that? It's obnoxious. 
Yeah, it is. Just like your whole demeanor last night. So make sure you email me some questions. I'm doing an advice show. Where can they email you? The Bitch Please Podcast. The uh, email address is tenderheadedfilms at gmail.com. Tenderheadedfilms. Spell 